0: Good morning. I'm Tim Neubauer, and welcome to Safety Unlocked, the morning podcast.
1: And I'm Chad Huffman.
0: And I'm Dave Bittner. Today is Tuesday, May 9th, 2023. Our morning podcasts are focused on current safety topics.
1: Here's a rundown of today's events. Today is National Teacher Day.
0: Clap, hey. clap, clap, clap to, uh, to Chad and his uh, his bride that, who worked this stuff full time. Uh, um, and, and I'll tell you that uh, I've had some amazing teachers and educators in my life. And I'm, I am, Dave and I both admit this is our 40th anniversary of our high school graduation. It is. <laughs> so it's been a year or two. But I actually oh, yeah. still have teachers, high school teachers that I'm in contact with to this day
2: you know tim and i graduated from different high schools together right
0: yes (laughs) a few a few feet apart um one in pa and one in wi (laughs) oh yeah
1: absolutely yeah thanks to all the teachers it's all you know you always hear that one thing someone says who you know who's that teacher that impacted you everyone always has that one teacher and it's you know it's always different it could be oh my gosh this third grade teacher i had or well, this teacher in high school. I mean, you just never know who it is that really like touches your life in a certain way. Um, even as like when we do safety, um, you know, I think back to high school, I I took a, a masonry class and uh, we partnered with a carpentry class and we were kind of building a house. But, you know, I just remember those days a lot of just like, being with this teacher, I mean, you know, he was this short guy, but, man, he was stocky, you know, like handling all that, <laughs> all <of> that <laughs> st- stone and, con- you know, just everything he was doing. And just, you know, I just remember those days um, for a lot of different reasons. So every everyone has a story about their favorite teacher. All that just to say thank you for all you, teach for the teachers, all that you do. Um, appreciate all your work. We also have, here's one. Um, National Butterscotch Brownie Day.
2: I'm waiting for I Dave. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm <laughs> not sure. I mean, I like some. But I like butterscotch. Don't wrong, I do like but,
1: butterscotch,
2: but butterscotch brownie. I don't know. I'm more of a chocolate guy. Uh, you know, especially those little butterscotch morsels they use to melt and stuff. They're kind of
1: funny tasting to me. What do you think, so I, Chad? I don't know if I've ever had a butterscotch brownie. I like brownies, though. I like um, I like the the edge of the brownies. That's what I like. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, how about like you, that. Tim?
0: So, uh, so I think you I think you two guys conspire <laughs> off hours. I think you two conspire because Dave knows mostly what I like and don't like because we've known each other for a year or two, and you guys conspire for me to say that. I don't like butterscotch. It's, so, so to me, it's all about the chocolate and the fudge brownie. Yeah, it's all about the the chocolate stuff, but not so much the butterscotch. I can't. Even, I'm not even sure if I. I've had butterscotch rum when I was down in the um, B- Bahamas, uh, and eh, I, I don't want to say I don't like it. It's just not a flavor I'm going to go for. You know.
2: I for, think he yeah. can write the foods that Tim likes. On a post-it
1: note. <laughs> and
2: and not a big post-it eater. note.
1: One of those skinny ones you mark
0: <laughs> well, pages with. <laughs> well, it's like two inches or something, you know, and like barely covers the palm of your hand. You you would be surprised <laughs> there is more. Dave, you just like picking on me. But, you know, <laughs> Dave will say Tim doesn't eat anything that's green. And I'm like, I like spinach in my soup. You know, I mean, I, I eat greens. It's just, you know, I'm kind of picky about stuff. Stop picking they, on me. They, they must Man. be
2: hidden. That makes a lot of sense. Other than butter or cheese, right? (laughs) Last
1: time we went to dinner, this this, so that makes a lot of sense. And Tim kept looking at my food, and he was like, "Man, what'd you get?" (laughs) He's like, "Yeah, that looks pretty good." And I was like, "It is good. Did you want to order that as well?"
2: (laughs) And and I'm just the opposite. I'll literally eat just about anything. There are very few foods (laughs) that I do not like. I yeah, do I not like any fishy fish, but you know, other than that, I you know, throw it in front of me and I'm probably gonna
1: try it. Yuck, you guys, are killing oh, man. Let's see, we've got one more on the list today. It is um, national tear the tags off the mattress day. Um,
2: of <laughs> <laughs> this stuff, I'll I, um, show you, government.
0: Yeah, um, I have a, I, I'm gonna, my sister. And I won't name them because I I have a lot of siblings. I pick on one. And she actually is one of our loyal listeners. Uh, our few loyal listeners, uh um uh, who listens every day, so she knows this one's coming from her. When I was she's 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 the number well, she's one of the older batch of the eight children. And I'm the youngest, so I can't well, all three of them are in the older batch, so it doesn't narrow it down to her. But I had tore the mattress off her tag when I was staying at her house, and I was a I'm going to say teenager, or maybe 12 years old, and she made me hand sew that bad boy back on. No. <laughs> <laughs> You've met her, Dave, you know. Yes. So I won't I won't name her, but she did make me sew that back on again. It was a very traumatic childhood memory, and to this day, well, I can't say that to her, because our mattress is fairly new in, in, our, in our house, uh, but don't do that, folks. Wouldn't that be like, Dave, isn't there some kind of federal law? Chad, are, I mean, are we scoff laws here? Leave the tag on.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't think that applies to the end user. Well, but then it your doesn't apply. To... Very sweet, and she's she trying is. to obey the law.
0: Yes, and so that means I have to leave the tag on my on my uh, on my baseball cap too, right? Is that the so, same well, logic? I can tear it off my baseball cap today, or off my jersey.
2: I want to say that I've got to find Maybe. a mattress and tear one off because <laughs> you know I have natural latex mattresses that they don't get a label.
1: I feel maybe maybe it says I, I I would I just now I'm curious whatever the justification is for why you're not supposed to take it off I don't know what it is I have no idea I remember so growing I, up and I, being I bet like
2: Tim has read it so so probably so. can you tell us
0: I yeah, cannot Tim, what's 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 the justification, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot tell you what the tag says, but I'm probably telling you is that mattress fires have killed countless people's over the, over the, the decades. So, um, so mattress fires, um, you're concerned about the ingredients. So I think that tag tells you that this is a fire retardant or not, but I, once again, I have no idea. So what I'm hoping is one of our loyal listeners is going to email us and say, Tim, here's why, and here's what it says. So we can actually play on today's theme of ask the safety expert and I'll bring in somebody (laughs) else who's going (laughs) to tell us about these darn tags.
1: Yes. Please do that. Somebody let us know why we yeah. are not supposed to
0: cut those off. <laughs> I want to say that I'm a really bad uh, hockey fan. I-, I love hockey. We live in the Carolinas, so we have the Carolina Hurricanes, which are uh, oh yeah, are moving towards the uh, the Stanley Cup, and I'm super excited about that. And I'm a guy who has the jersey uh, for most of my sports teams, and I buy the really nice you know, authentic ones. Uh, But I had a really bad experience once of buying a Green Bay Packer jersey with the player's name on there who immediately got in trouble off the field. And he was, his number became a bad number to have. And then I had a really expensive jersey I couldn't wear. And then I went around and I bought uh, for older folks, Brett Favre's jersey. And then the next year he has a whole Jets uh, uh, Vikings thing going on. So I said, never again. So my number is always 65, and I put my name in the back because I will not trade myself from the team. I and watched I the to- Hurricanes once. Man, I was blown away. It is. It is. It's super, super. Um, <laughs> he didn't get so, it, Chad.
1: So on <laughs> Sunday
0: – He did not get that. No, I'm blowing it away. <laughs> right over, it right over his head. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so mm-hmm. to finish my story for Dave Picks on me, more attached – is uh, Sunday I pulled out my, my jersey, which I've owned for two years. And and yesterday, last year was a tough year for me. It was, uh, it was starting the business and, and, and a lot of other stuff going on. I pulled out my, my Canes jersey to wear it, and it still had the tag on it, which is my tie back to the mattress. So, so my jersey still has the tag on it after two years. So.
1: That might be did. a bad thing. Give try to tell that or something, if it got popular, you know, be like, hey, this is authentic. I
0: still have the tag on it. Yeah, who's gonna buy player Neubauer, uh player number sixty-five? You know that. Dude, oh yeah, with your name. Yeah, you yeah. I, I actually have the 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 what is it the 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 manufacturer of the jersey actually sews it in just like a player. So, and I love when I go to the games and everybody's like, "Who's that newbauer guy?" Because you know they're taking a picture to figure who sixty five is.
1: <laughs> some some guy, some free agent. They just brought
2: yeah.
0: well, all looking all, it up
2: on their phones.
0: I'm telling you, they do because the same thing. Because I've, I've got the Packers jersey. I've got I've got the Durham Bulls uh, jersey as well. So yeah, I mean I'm, I'm pretty much I got that stuff covered. Hey, so look, look, our uh, our topic today <laughs> is talking about. We got a, an email. I got an email um, from one of our uh, clients. And he asked a question uh, that I thought was really interesting because uh, he was under the full impression that there was an OSHA rule on this. And Dave, do do you have that email handy?
2: I do. Let me read it to you. Tim, good afternoon. I was wondering in your research if you have come across this answer or LOI. I may send in a letter to OSHA for their interpretation. Here's the scenario. We all know that a parapet wall on a roof needs to be a minimum of 39 inches high to be compliant and consider protection. Are there any LOIs or papers that allow for the width or thickness of a, top, a wall top? Excuse me. And EM385 standards, they do. And I think it makes sense.
0: So, great question here. Uh, this is coming from one of our clients. And uh, basically, on your roof of a commercial building, there is a wall that goes up uh, sometimes six inches, sometimes four feet. Um, and that's called a parapet. And a parapet has to be 39 inches high to meet fall protection. If not, you have to wear a harness and lanyard. And what this gentleman's asking about is with the LOI is a letters of interpretation uh, or standards interpretation where OSHA has published a paper and says, this is how we will interpret this. Um, so when I got this, I started doing some research on it. And I thought it was very interesting because um there is information out there on the EM three eighty-five, which is the uh U.S. Army Corps of Engineers safety manual, which only applies when you're doing jobs that fall into U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. And in the EM 385 standard, they actually talk about the height of the parapet and the thickness of the parapet. So 20 inches high and 20 inches wide would make a 40 inch combined distance and the em385 in some cases say hey that's a 40 inch wall we're good so so in in this gentleman's case uh he is asking the question of can i add the height of the wall and the thickness of the wall um and have that equal 39 inches or more and am i good it's a great question because it made me dive right into the rules so i went through the osha standard um uh, which is 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 uh doesn't talk about um parapets much uh uh the only time osha mentions parapets in fall protection is in is in one section general industry in one section in in uh, uh construction and they both state the same thing um what about that standards, um, well, it uh, actually, <laughs> great question. Um, <laughs> what do they say? Uh, well, in 1926-502-B2 and in 1910-29-B2, uh, they both say the same thing. Mid-rails, screens, mesh, intermediate vertical members or equivalent intermediate structural members shall be installed between the top edge of the guardrail system and the walking working surface where there is no wall or parapet wall, at least 21 inches high. So, so what the standard is talking about here is let's say my parapet's 21 inches high, but I want to use it as fall protection. You can attach a top rail at 39 inches, and I don't need to have a baseboard or a mid rail. But again, this does not talk about adding height plus width to equal a parapet. um. um and again, I started going through there and it, it's kind of funny as I was, as I was Googling around uh, and, and my joke is I might have a master's degree in occupational safety and health, but I do have a, a, a pretty good degree in Google as well. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if that's actually oh, yeah. a designation of uh, a PhD in Googling. Uh, and I actually found Oregon OSHA has a video out and and this leads to the, I'm going to call it the common memory or the urban legend where this compliance officer from Oregon OSHA records this video and in the video, he's talking about parapets and height, and he references it. The, in in the past, OSHA standard said blah. And, guys, I went back all the way to uh, 1970, William Steiger Act, and I looked through, and I could find no mention of height and width equaling fall protection in the OSHA standard. Um, no, they're, they're not even there, right? It's, it's, there's nothing even historical, because usually <laughs> OSHA is like my... Um, uh, some of my uh, uh, relatives uh, They never throw anything away What they do is they <laughs> put a big red banner On the top and say This is no longer Our current policy they And did. then they leave it there uh, yep. And they create There's actually a, 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 In bridge erection There's a, a something called a Nelson stud That you leave in the top of a beam And uh, somebody wrote a letter of interpretation That that's okay uh, And then they retracted it And I'm talking that was in the 80s they wrote that in the oh, eight oh. like 1985 and they retracted it within 6 months and i still see that pop up in questions to this day cuz somebody doesn't read the red banner at the top so what's the purpose um what's the purpose for a parapet anyway like what what is it doing is it
1: like aesthetic beautification is there is there some something it's structurally doing wh- wh- the answer is, is both. Important?
0: okay uh some people don't want the, the edge of the roof, if there was any kind of snow load or overflow to to be hanging off there, you know, those beautiful Norman Rockwell paintings where the the snow is crusting off the edge of the roof. And, you know, they with the parapet, you won't have that clean edge. It also allows uh, for concealment. You'd be surprised a three foot uh, parapet wall on a building will block a six foot tall air conditioning unit 10 feet back from that edge from visual appearance. Um, yeah. there, there's a lot of reason. Plus it's fall protection. Um, you know, that you can do that when workers go up there as long as it's 39 inches high. And the OSHA standard is really clear on that 42 inch height.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, and that's in, uh, uh 1926, 502 B1, uh, the top edge of a top rail or equivalent guardrail system shall be 42 inches plus or minus three inches, which is now makes it 39 to 45 above the walking or working level where conditions warrant the height may be more provided the guardrail system meets other criteria of this paragraph. So we've got a couple of very clear standards, but then I've got this compliance officer who says it used to say that. And it it doesn't now their logic does not fly with me folks. It absolutely does not. Because if I take the height of a wall and the width of a wall and add those two numbers together, as long as it equals 39, we're good. But I want you to use this. This is my logic because I have friends who work in construction who think this way. If I was to take a one-inch thick piece of plywood and screw it down to the roof on the edge and call it a parapet, and I know they would actually paint the word parapet on there. P-A-I-R-P-I-T, P-I-T, parapet. <laughs> and they would screw it on there, and they say it's one-inch uh, 48 inches wide. That makes 49 inches. I no longer have to wear fall protection. So it's absurd to say that height versus width because you know somebody would do that. Dave, do you know any people like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Tim, (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) question. We'll we'll swerve away from that one. Um, So I don't (laughs) name names on accident. Um, So somebody's going to be asking uh, about the EM385 standard. Uh, They're probably scratching their head if they're not um, familiar with it. What is the EM three eighty-five?
0: US Army Corps of Engineers uh safety manual. It references um anytime you're working on a US Army Corps of Engineers project, military government project, whether it's federal government, not necessarily DOT, you may fall underneath there. Um the EM 385 is is a big fat book. They actually don't print it anymore. You can download it. Um and and I'll tell you that right now we're working on the uh, uh I think it's a 2014 version of it, and there's a 2022 version out, and it's in draft form, and they never touched the parapet. Now, what they say, and and without reading this really long parapet thing, it says for existing buildings only. So, if you have an existing building that has a parapet that is two feet high and two feet wide, they're allowing you to make that measurement only on U.S. Army Corps of Engineers projects, okay? Um, But that's in 21F for existing parapet walls only in em 385 um on that note oh, the e- by the way
2: i like the army corps of engineers i'm just going to say that um before i went to the golf War, i didn't know what an engineer did i'm like i don't know what they're doing in the army and then i got there and they had these beautiful big berms to protect me from the bad guys and i loved them
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 they're a group of engineers who write these safety manuals and uh, uh I've worked with them over the years. I've been to their uh their facilities and done training for them, and we work closely with them. Uh something really cool is uh with the 2022 standard um is that they've done some updating and alignment so it's uh it's a little more uh, comprehensive uh in relation to identifying OSHA, ANSI, ASME, all the other standards, they kind of made it easier for you to say, oh, okay, this is why we're making this rule. And the rules are more stricter um, than the OSHA standard. Um, and a lot of people say, hey, I need to, where can I go to get my em 3 uh 40-hour, how do I get certified to be a teacher? Um, and and you can reach out to us. We actually provide that that training in person and online online. Um, Dealing with this, which is what I was really kind of happy when this question popped up from one of our uh, clients is, you know, we actually uh, uh, were just wrapping up our first uh, uh, EM385 40-hour course. Uh, we presented with our new material in line with the 2022 standard, and then this pops up, and it was really kind of cool. Um that we were talking about this specifically about how the EM385 says one thing and OSHA says another thing, Uh, you're going to be compliant with OSHA unless you're on an EM385 U.S. Army Corps of Engineers job. Um, Thoughts on, on, on this fall protection stuff of adding the height and the width, guys? Is there any kind of logic that you can see why somebody would want to do that?
2: I th- I think they're th- they're thinking that you probably wouldn't fall beyond it but uh I I've, I've tripped on things before and uh there has been some rolling going on <laughs> from time to time the so nine steps stumble and about. by that time you're over the edge <laughs> uh, absolutely so I I don't know about this one I'm kind of trepidatious
1: <laughs> yeah it's hard to uh read between the lines on that for sure but that's what we have uh People like uh, Tim and Places that see Safety, you can send in the questions and, you know, I have podcasts like this. So some days we talk about, you know, incidents and injuries and some days we can just be like, man, let's like dive deep into the manual and the content and let's talk exactly about what's going on and what's the right interpretation.
0: Yeah, I kind of like this because we get a lot of these questions. I, I know yesterday I had another one that I uh, uh, we're going to hold off on. And I'm thinking Tuesdays we might uh, just go ahead and uh, use this to address some of these these uh, great questions um, coming up. I, I do want to talk a little bit about uh, Friday. Fridays we're going to try a new bit coming up here where um, um, I have uh, uh, this this uh, uh, funny view on on safety gets a bad rap because we're terrible at marketing. You know, um, and, and I wanted to dedicate Fridays to great safety slogans. And when I say great safety slogans, that's an air quotes. You know, uh, a big <laughs> chunk of my conversation yesterday is safety is our top priority. And, um, you know, and, I, and we talk about safety being a value, uh, that's one of those marketing things that pops up. You know, I mean, everybody says have a Coke and a, and everybody can say oh, smile, right? Plop, plop, everybody says is fizz. Is fizz. Fizz, fizz, right? Nobody says, wear your fall protection or you're going to die. <laughs> yeah. So we have terrible slogans. We don't have good marketing, and it tends to be on the negative side rather than the positive side. So what I wanted to do, and, and folks, uh, you're part of our listeners, uh please uh, reach out to us and give us some of your good, bad, or ugly slogans, and we can talk about them. We'll make it kind of a lighthearted thing about funny bad safety jokes or slogans that we can put on here and hopefully we're going to come up with some really great ideas and they're all free for everybody to just R&D us rip off and duplicate our ideas and put it out there maybe we can make safety a more positive uh uh event so um final thoughts Dave
2: um yeah so it's never wrong to go above and beyond the rule So if you're not sure um, uh, uh, about, you know, a particular rule and say, you know, I don't know if you're working on EM 385, I don't know, you know, this height plus width, if I feel comfortable with that, it's okay to make it higher and go beyond. Um, Just don't ever go below.
0: So OSHA is the minimum standard?
2: Absolutely. Always endeavor to exceed the standard.
0: Ooh, good tie-in. Chad, final thoughts from you?
1: Uh, Just never be, uh, I think never be so confident or never be so fearful that if you don't know an answer to the question, look it up or reach out and ask someone who might be able to help you. You know, like get the information if you're trying to make it better for people on the job site and you're like, yeah, just not for sure about this. Um, You know, get the information you need. And, and find out that answer and and uh, make it just make it better, you know, do that.
0: Awesome. Thank you. That wraps up this episode of Safety Unlocked, The Morning Show. I'm Tim Neubauer with Chad Huffman and Dave Bittner.
2: I'm Dave Bittner. Remember, safety is everyone's business. And leave
0: us a five-star review.
1: And everyone Shameless have plug. a safe week.
0: <laughs> Shameless plug, he says. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much. You have been listening to Safety Unlocked, The Morning Show, a podcast for safety people by safety people, brought to you by Exceed Safety, a full-spectrum consulting firm. Visit our website at ExceedSafety.com or call us at 919-728-SAFE.
1: Exceed Safety, LLC.